Section 25 of the Hollow Tree and Deep Woods Book. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. The Hollow Tree and Deep Woods Book by Albert Bigelow Payne. Section 25 The Hollow Tree in Part 2. Continued what happens to mr dog now when mr possum and mr coon heard that their hair stood up straight for they knew very well that there'd be two vacant rooms anyway if mr dog ever got inside and two if he stayed where he was for they happened to think that mr rabbit would be coming along presently and mr squirrel wouldn't be far behind so they hurried to the back window and looked out and sure enough there was mr rabbit coming with his trunk on his shoulder and almost there at first they were frightened most to death for mr rabbit and then the coon slipped over and whispered to the crow to keep mr dog talking as hard as he could so he wouldn't notice anything all the time he was doing this the possum was motioning to jack rabbit to slip up easy like with his trunk so mr rabbit slipped up softly on the other side of the house from mr dog and set his trunk down and the possum let out a long rope with a hook on it jack rabbit stood up on his trunk and grabbed the hook as soon as he could reach it and hooked it under his arms then the coon and the possum pulled and pulled and up he came and as soon as he was safe they let down the rope and caught the hook of the trunk handle that was a load for all three of them and even then they couldn't get it up and called across to the crow to come quick and help so he had to leave mr dog a minute and when he did that mr dog walked around the tree and there was the trunk just a few feet from the ground going up very slowly that was enough for mr dog he knew then he'd been fooled and he was so mad he didn't know what to do he took one look at the trunk and made up his mind he wouldn't stand it so he stepped back a little and made a short run and gave a jump for the trunk just as high as ever he could but mr dog wasn't very lucky for instead of landing on the trunk he landed his nose right against one corner of it and that made him madder than ever he ran and jumped again harder than before but this time the trunk was a little higher and mr dog couldn't quite hit it there was a strap hanging down though and he caught it as he went by he caught it with his teeth and two of his teeth went right through two of the holes where the buckle catches and there they stayed he had the trunk all right enough but the trunk had him too there he was his feet didn't quite touch the ground and he couldn't get up any higher either 
then all at once the people upstairs saw how it was and they commenced to laugh in spite of themselves and hitched the rope around a peg under the sill so they could rest a minute that was fun for them but it wasn't for mr dog by a good deal he couldn't laugh and he couldn't rest either and just then mr squirrel came with his trunk and mr robin with his satchel and a handbag and mr turtle with his things in a big sack mr coon ran down and let them all in and locked the door then he ran back to the window where mr dog was if we'll let you down will you go home and not come around this hotel interfering with our business says mr possum yes will you promise not to try to get any of our guests away from us says mr coon mr dog couldn't talk much in the fix he was in but he did the best he could and promised yes to everything so pretty soon they let the trunk down till his feet touched the ground and he could get his teeth out of the strap then he put out for home just as fast as he could go without so much as thanking them for letting him down and up went mr rabbit's trunk pretty quick now that there were plenty to help then the guests all hurried to their rooms to unpack and mr crow bustled around to get supper with what he had in the house for mr possum and mr coon hadn't time yet to bring in anything it was a pretty good supper though and all the guests said so and said they knew what a good cook mr crow was if he had things to work with and the crow said he guessed he could do his part if the coon and possum would do theirs well it makes a good deal of difference whether you're company at a house or a boarder they all felt a good deal like company at first but by the next evening at supper time they felt different mr coon and mr possum had been out all day bringing in things too and mr crow had been cooking harder than ever mr robin was first to make remarks he said that the cherries were canned and not very good ones at that that's what i said put in mr coon but mr possum said you wouldn't know the difference oh he did did he says mr robin well i've got better cherries than these at home and he got up from the table with a disgusted air then mr squirrel picked up some roasted nuts that the crow had just brought in where'd you get these nuts he says after he'd cracked one or two of them down on the slope of green bushes says mr coon why aren't they good ones i suppose they were once says mr squirrel two or three years ago nuts have to be fresh to be good that's what i told him says mr possum but he said you wouldn't know the difference oh he did did he says mr squirrel i've got better nuts than these at home and mr squirrel got up and left the table then jack rabbit began where'd you get this salad he says turning up his nose 
oh by mr man's back gate says mr possum why isn't it good might have been once says mr rabbit i suppose it's some mr man threw out because it was wilted that's what i told him says mr coon but he said you wouldn't know the difference oh he did did he well i've got better salad than this at home and jack rabbit got up and he left the table and then pretty soon mr turtle made a face over the fish because they were salt mackerel and not nice fresh fish such as he was used to at home so he got up and left the table too and there sat the coon and possum and the old black crow all by themselves and looking cheap enough to fall through the floor mr crow said it wasn't his fault and then mr coon and mr possum commenced to blame it on each other and nearly got into a fight they were just about to fight when mr crow happened to think of something mr crow always did think of things i'll tell you he says we'll just rent rooms do what says mr possum and mr coon together why just rent each of our guests his room and let him take his meals out then we won't have any work Woo-ee, says mr possum and mr coon both together as loud as ever they could that made all the guests come running back and when they heard the new plan they all cheered too and said it was just the thing so then mr possum went down and got the sign and brought it up and changed it to read the hollow tree inn furnished rooms only and that was how business began at last in the hollow tree end of section 25 recording by john brandon